Good morning, Mr. Wilson. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Thank well, you. Well, I hope you're having a good day up there. Yeah, I'm here in Nashville with uh, with a few friends and looking to uh, close out the season properly here. So, David, you know when you when we're we were just talking to Mark Rushbrook, and then we talked to Steve Phelps earlier this morning. Um, from your perspective, give us a. a, a a treetop level back onto 2022 as far as your concern with Toyota and uh, the overall season itself. <clears throat> well, 2022 was a uh, it was a monumental uh, season for the industry. You know, stepping back and just looking at it in total for the industry. Um, you know, NASCAR, the the OEMs, um, the teams took on a challenge unlike anything that we've ever done or that we've ever done in, in decades in bringing a, a brand new car, a revolutionary new car to the racetrack. And, um, and, and you, you look at, at the season and, and I have to say, you know, to, to grade our, our first year, you'd have to give us uh, the industry pretty high marks with the, the, the series, the competition, the parody, is is unlike um, anything that we've seen in a long, long time. So, you know, ultimately, I think our fans are the ones who gave us those high marks. And and you look at attendance, record attendance, and viewership, and all of the metrics that that you have to to look at to make sure that you're heading in the right direction. Um, so, starting you know with that. Um, you know, it was a it was a, a very successful season. Looking more inward, Jeff, towards towards Toyota and the year that we had, I would say that it was a um, it was a season that that forces you to um, stay humble. You know, it was a tough season uh, for a lot of reasons. It was a it was like a roller coaster, um, seemingly all year long. For, for Toyota, you know, in 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 the respect of of uh, you know going through the drama with with Kyle Busch um, and uh, you know all of the the um, the distraction that comes along with with a, with a challenge like that um, and and trying to stay focused on you know uh, the racetrack and and results at the racetrack, um, you know we we struggled. Uh, early on with a with a car with a new car and I don't think we saw the results that we were hoping to see um and so we've you know we've we've we worked hard um, our teams worked hard and um we had some some positive results we we took a you know we took uh we had at least one car in every you know championship you know final uh there at Phoenix and and that's um, ultimately, uh, a, a pretty good measure of how well you've done. We didn't come away with as many championships as we'd like, but you know, uh, Ty Gibbs winning a, a championship in the Xfinity Series, Toyota winning its 13th manufacturer championship in the Truck Series. Um, that's um, that's still it's still a good year. Well, it's, it's like I say when you when you look at it 
from that perspective, it's like, you know, when you, when you establish the bar and what your expectations are, it's always, you know, I guess a little bit, uh, as you, I think, pointed out already, humbling uh, when you can't quite reach that. But, I mean, some of your bright moments have to be, and you've been through many of these, is over 1,500 starts back in the summer. I mean, you folks at Toyota have been around a long time, all three series, and you've left your mark already uh, in, in so many different ways. How about how would you how would you look at that uh, when you when you put it in that kind of perspective as a you know a cumulative goal? Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. I mean, you 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 have to um, you have to focus on on the big picture and and look at um, uh, look at look at everything um, that 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 happens and and overall you know with respect to NASCAR itself, it's been a tremendous. A tremendous uh, program for Toyota. It's 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 been the most successful motorsports program. I would qualify globally for for Toyota as a brand. Um, our reach to the NASCAR um, you know audience and fans has been unprecedented relative to anything that we've done in in motorsports. So um, we have a you know talking about our, our history. It still kind of feels like we're the new guys, but, you know, it's hard to believe, but next year we'll be celebrating our 20th year competing in the, in the NASCAR uh, truck series. And, you know, that, that series is, is always going to be very close to our heart. That was the, you know, kind of, that was the, the, the first uh, portal for Toyota in the sport back in 2004. And, um, and, and with all of the, the uh, starts that we've had there, we've actually won uh, about 50% of every race that we've started in the truck series across the past 19 years. And that's, that's an unbelievable uh, accomplishment by itself. And um, so, no, there's, there's a tremendous amount to, to be proud of. And, and um, you know, so you, you take the time to, to keep things in perspective. Um, but this is competition. This is sport. So you, you tend to focus forward as well and make sure that you're, you know, better tomorrow than you were today. Yeah, that's all. That's always a challenge. But the other, the other thing that it's impressive, I think from Toyota's, uh, I mean, my perspective, as far as your organization is concerned is the number of drivers that have come through a lot of your developmental programs. I mean, from grassroots through trucks, you know, all the way up to Xfinity and, and now in the cup, um, and I look at, you know, kind of like some of the transformation that was going on. You touched on, you know, Kyle Busch moving on, which again, Kyle Busch left a mark in, in racing and he left a bigger mark in Toyota racing, you know, so, uh, you know, you can't, can't deny what the man accomplished. And, and at the same time, uh, he's left the bar there for everybody else who ever want, as I like to say, you want some, go get you some, because there it is. That's all you got to do is outdo that man. Um, so are you excited about some of the new talent that's starting to develop and, and show out like Christopher Bell? Absolutely. And, and just to, to give Kyle his due, um, you know, we uh, obviously hate, hate to lose Kyle Bush. He, I've talked about him a lot this year. It seems mm -hmm. um, because of the significance of, of losing him, and and one of the statistics that just that, that will never be equaled 
um, is is relative to the number of wins that he has put under his belt with Toyota across all three national series. Um, it, it's it's hard to believe, but he's won almost you know thirty five percent of all of the races that Toyota has won across all three national series. I mean, you know, Jeff NASCAR created a rule. They don't call it the Kyle Busch rule, but everybody else does. Um, that that uh, that measures, you know, the number of races that a cup driver can 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 do in the other series. So, um, so we, you know, we're celebrating that, and that that's something, you know, I, I'm really happy. We we spent some time with Kyle, you know, at Phoenix, um, and we're going to spend some time with him this week in Nashville, and and he will always be part of our family. The records that we um, set together will always be, you know, uh, near and, and dear to us. So <clears throat> our perspective is, is simply that we want the best for him and Samantha and, and, uh, and their family. And um, I trust that the stuff on track will sort itself out. It's, you know, Kyle, uh, Kyle Bush um, will be just fine. So, so looking forward, you know, you talked about our driver development program, and that's something that that I'm very, very proud of. Um, we have a right. team here: um, Tyler Gibbs, Jack Irving, uh, uh, Trent, um, who have have invested so much in um, in driver uh, development, and it's something we take very seriously. Very, it, it's a it's a it's a huge responsibility that we feel towards these young kids. Um, but it, it starts with, you know, it started with this idea, this goal of kind of growing our own and, and seeing what we can do in that space. And it's turned into so much more than that, because what we quickly came to appreciate is that, um, we will never have enough, uh, rides for all of these kids coming up and, and we've lost you know, a handful, um, you know, William Byron, um, um, you know, Eric Jones, you know, and, and, and sometimes we get criticized for that, but I look at it as quite the opposite. I, I, I applaud, um, that because what we've, what we've done is we've helped these young kids and the fact that they're not, they may not be racing with Toyota. That's okay because um, because they're better for having been a part of our program. And that's what's most important is their, is their livelihoods. It's not all about Toyota. Um, but you, you did mention one, Christopher Bell. Um, <clears throat> we, we don't let them all go. And, uh, and, and, and Christopher Bell, I mean, you know, just a few weeks ago, we were, you know, he was on the precipice uh, of, of competing and, and almost winning his first NASCAR cup championship. And it was 10 years ago that, um, I was in Indianapolis celebrating his first USAC national midget championship, um, you know, in 2013 and, and 10 years later, he's competing for one of the biggest motorsports championships in the world. And, and it's because, um, it's, 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 partially because Toyota and TRD built a ladder for him and he climbed that ladder. Um, it, it's, it's one thing, you know, to, um, 
you know, to have the opportunity, but every step of the way, Christopher won and did the things he needed to do to qualify and put himself in position for Joe Gidge Racing to reach out there and want him to drive one of their one of their cars. And um, and 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 certainly we're very proud of that. And, and Christopher is is going to uh, is going to keep doing some special things. There's no doubt about that. No, there's no doubt about that. And and the, for just a moment, I, I'd like to make sure you understand this from my perspective. The racing world needs to say thank you to Toyota because of what you've done. You've given young drivers an opportunity to learn and learn the right way, and you've recognized their talent. And and like like you're pointing out, um, Toyota has always been very, I, I want to say, businesslike when it comes to managing the number of seats that are available in Toyota vehicles and you do the best you can. And sometimes, you know, when you get a guy like Mark Trex Jr. and Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin, you know, they're in a seat. Well, I mean, it, you just can't tell them, well, Hey guys, you know, you, you're, you're over 40 years old, go sit on the sidelines. We don't need you anymore. I mean, that's the good thing about it. Not only are you developing talent, you've got talent that is still performing as you go forward. And all these things are benefiting who the race industry and the fans that get a chance to watch these kids and these veterans compete. And uh, going back to, to Christopher Bell, I mean, if you don't see the grit in that kid, he gets, he has to do two, not one, but two walk off wins to be able to keep advancing, to be able to make it to Phoenix. I mean, he gets his back against the wall. So look out, this cat's coming out swinging because he don't, he don't go down easy. He, he, uh, he, pretty much showed what he was made out of twice this year about how bad he wanted to go to Phoenix and race for a championship. Yeah, that was, that was something to see Jeff. Um, and, uh, and honestly, he, he had a, he had a shot at winning, you know, I think a little bit better execution in pit lane and, and, and Christopher could be sitting on, on his first cup championship, but <clears throat> this is what's wonderful about this sport. And uh, um, I know you've, you've been talking about it um, this week, but, it's not just the driver that it has to be good enough. Um, it, it is truly a team sport and you have to be good at every facet in order to win, let alone win a championship. And that's what makes it so fun. That's what's, that's, that's why we participate. It's, it's for the challenge and, uh, um, and it's, it's a good thing. We've also been talking a lot about the uh, international opportunities that are out there for, for a lot of uh, uh, manufacturers like yourself, uh, especially I, I noticed when I was studying up for the, the deal down in Brazil, a lot of Toyotas down there being raced. Uh, how does, how was that looking for you in 2023? Yeah, you know, we, we're um, obviously working in concert with NASCAR relative to, you know, the consideration to, to grow uh, into different markets. Um, you know, ultimately, uh, my, my, my purview is, is North America. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and so, you know, our, our focus is a little bit closer to home, but, but that still encompasses, um, you know, potential to race in, in Canada and Mexico. Um, we, we build and sell um, uh, cars and, and trucks in both of those marketplaces. And, and those are huge, massive 
um, motorsports fans. You know, I remember going up to Canada um, back when we were racing an open wheel with the Toyota Atlantic series, and we would race alongside the Formula One um, uh, teams. And it was incredible that the fans, the passion that they have for motor racing is second to none. And the same goes with Mexico. So, so I, you know, I, I know Steve touched on it, didn't, didn't uh, get into any details, but I would not be surprised in the least if by 2024, we're racing in one of those two marketplaces. Well, it's almost like it seems like it's inevitable with this Chicago street race. I mean, it, it seems that will open the doors for a lot of places uh, a lot easier because we don't have to take a track that was built for Formula One or, uh, you know, something that doesn't accommodate really stock cars easily. But yet we could go and pick out a street course. And, and again, as you well have probably been uh, exposed to, it does lend some opportunities that have never been used before or given before because and it has a lot to do with this new car. I mean, let's, let's face it, this next-gen car is exactly what we need to be an international sport, in my opinion. I mean, we can go a lot of places now because of independent su suspension and sequential gearing and everything that goes along with it. No, you're you're 100 right. It it opens the door, and and I applaud NASCAR for for having the courage. You know, Ben Kennedy obviously has been a been a terrific leader relative to um, you know expanding the the venues and 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 getting really creative with with respect to um, where we can race and 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 it, the way I look at it, Jeff, as well is is there'll be some places we go that probably don't work, right? I mean, it's inevitable. We're not going not gonna to hit home runs everywhere we go, but, but I think that's okay as well. Um, you know, I went to Chicago for, for the announcement this past summer, and, and what I came away, and, and, and ultimately my definition of success for the Chicago street race isn't simply that it's a good race honestly i don't know how it will brace it may yeah. not be a very good race um but i believe it will be one hell of a party for that city right and <laughs> and it reminds me of the of the long beach grand prix and for 40 years okay. toyota um uh, helped put that race on it was the toyota grand prix of long beach and we would go i would take my family the racing was almost secondary. It was a party. It was a it was a celebration of motorsport. It was a celebration of of cars, and um, and there was music. and And we're going to see all of that, I believe, in, in Chicago. and uh, And I think the the city will come out for it. and And um, I'm really excited to 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 see it. I got a couple more questions. I want to I want to get out here that some of our folks have sent in. Can you uh, talk about the Toyota GR Cup for twenty twenty three? I'm glad you asked. This this is something that uh, that we're on the verge of launching. But yes, the the um, the GR Cup is a single make racing um, series that we're going to be launching in um, in in twenty twenty three. Um, it starts with a GR86 um, 
a sports car. And, and our team has converted that into a great little race car. And, um, and we're going to be competing um, uh, uh, in seven different venues. It's going to be uh, sanctioned by the, um, the SRO. And we have sold already uh, 35 cars. We, we would have sold 50 were it not for some supply chain issues. But um, we're looking to start the, start the season with 35 cars on track. And, um, and it's going to be a tremendous amount of fun. You know, we're not obviously the, the, the first to do this. Mazda has, has run a terrific program with their Mazda MX-5 Cup. Of course, the, the Porsche Cup, Porsche Carrera Cup is, is, is world famous. Um, so there's, there's been a terrific um, uh, outreach. Um, and and, and we, we can sell more cars um, if we can build them. <laughs> so that's going to be a great program going forward. Speaking of programs, how is the TRD involved with the Lexus Motorsports program? Yes. So, so in the end, Jeff, um, TRD is, is behind in a party to everything that Toyota, that uh, Gazoo, Toyota Gazoo Racing North America and Lexus do in North America. So, so whether it's, whether it's NASCAR or, or NHRA with, the, with our GR Supra and Funny Car Series, or you know, in the case of, of Lexus with our with our um, the, the the GTD uh, program with the Lexus RCF, so we we support um, the, the the team that runs that um, Jimmy Vassar and and uh, James Sullivan um, Vassar Sullivan Racing. Uh, we right. had a, an incredible season this past year. Won three races. We won the the finale, uh, the the ten hour Petit Le Mans in. Um, it, it wrote Atlanta there in October. So um, we're, we're behind all of that, providing, you know, the technology tools to support um, the teams that race in that series as well. Sounds to me like, like everything else that you get into, you're into it up neck deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's why we do it. We, we've, uh, you know, just a tremendous uh, partners. Um, it, it takes, you know, it takes everyone, and uh, and we have tremendous support from our company because in the end, Jeff, we we race, you know, ultimately um, to reach, you know, the fans and the consumers, and it's about right. it's about selling our cars and trucks, and um, and 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 if we're not successful in that area, then we don't race. Um, so the the good news is that whether it's racing in IMSA with our Lexus RCF or NASCAR with our with our Camry TRD um, you know, truck series with the with the the TRD Tundra Pro, and then of course the Xfinity series with the GR Supra, um, all of those have have um, connected with the uh, the fans, and um, and we've had terrific success so far. Well, that question that you uh, this answer came from Don Taylor, but he also had a follow up. You know, Toyota went to Pikes Peak with electric vehicle, most notably, you know, Rod McMillan. Um, Rod Millen. And, you know, are you going to be going back to Pikes Peak and uh, are you going to be racing any electric vehicles anywhere else? Yeah. So I, I tell you what, Pikes Peak is uh, something special to me. Um, we took Rod Millen there back in 1994 and took, we had just stopped racing the IMSA GTP 
series with um, with Dan Gurney and and company, and <clears throat> and we took that power plant, a little four cylinder turbocharged power plant. We 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 boosted it to the heavens um, to <laughs> the point where this little four cylinder was was making you know over a thousand horsepower. And our first year on the mountain, Rod Millen broke the world record, um, uh, 10 minutes and four seconds. And, um, and that record held for, um, for about a decade, I want to say, or more. Um, we went back a few years ago with electric uh, vehicle. Of course, you know, electric doesn't know the difference between 10,000 feet and 14,000 feet um, uh, versus an internal combustion engine. So, um, so to your question, you know, where, where are we going with electric? you know, electric racing, um, that is, um, as a work in progress, I'll say, you know, obviously just like our colleagues at Ford and Chevrolet, um, battery electric uh, vehicles are, are part of our lineup are going to be a greater part of our lineup moving forward. You know, there are obviously, um, social market forces that, that are, um, they're causing every motorsport globally to, look at the issue of carbon reduction and right. and make sure that there's some relevancy um with with how we race so you know it's it's a it's a it's a delicate balance uh, jeff because you know first and foremost the reason that we race and i think the the, the fundamental definition of success is yeah. has to do with with entertainment and and in the filter that we have to use are the fans and and so so the question is you know how how do we um use that technology in a manner that puts on a good show and that the fans will embrace um as, as you know we are working with nascar in the background on the potential of doing something with battery electric but you know from toyota's perspective we don't subscribe necessarily to one, you know, one technology solution fits all. You know, we subscribe to more of a portfolio approach. There are other, there are other technologies that we're looking at. Hydrogen combustion engine. Um, they're racing that in Japan right now in a, in a Corolla. And, and from my perspective, that could be the best of both worlds because you get the carbon reduction um, using hydrogen as a fuel source and you keep the noise you know because let's face it we know our fans like noise the big powerful engines that's just a yep. part of the entertainment package and yep. and i don't believe that's going to go away anytime soon yeah it's about the sound effects well look thank you for your time i'm going to end this by saying alex congrats to, to you paul and andre for all your success in motorsports it's been great watching you help grow uh, TRD from the early days of Les Unger and Don Brown. Keep it up. <laughs> awesome. So you got people Thank watching you so much, love Jeff. you. Yeah, yes, I sir. appreciate Have that. Have a great weekend. Thank you Thank very you, much, Steve. Registering on EPAR Trade is easy. To start, click on the Join for Free button on the homepage. First, search your company to see if it's already in our database. If you see your company on the list, click on it to select it. Then, choose Claim Company if you are one of the decision makers, an owner, marketing person, or main company contact. 
or choose Join Company if you are an employee, and press Continue. If you couldn't find your company in our database, select Register a New Company. On the following page, fill out your name, email, phone number, job title, and choose a secure password. If you chose Register a New Company, you'll need to choose your business type. Select Supplier if you're looking to display products or services and connect with buyers. Choose Racing Business if you're looking to source new parts and connect with suppliers. Choose Race Team if you own or are a member of a professional race team. Then, enter your company name. Please provide a website, Facebook page, or LinkedIn if you have one, and choose to either claim or join the company. You can view and agree to our terms of use here. If you'd like to receive our weekly newsletter, choose Accept. Finally, click Register Now and your registration will be submitted for approval. An email will be sent to your inbox. Please confirm your email address and you will be approved shortly. Welcome to ePartrade.